0: Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney, Brains. You back at the location, the spot right here. You see that? Where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Today, we have a nurse's nurse, Nurse Coach Bina Bendell. I was sick yesterday, Brains, and uh, I was at the ER. Let me tell you, I told them that I was going to be talking to Nurse Bina today, and they said, Really? What are you going to talk to her about? And I said, all things good, nursing, how you can build resilience, how that you know that you're valuable, that you know your worth, that you're respected in this space, that you speak up, that you don't argue with the doctors, but sometimes you have to challenge them. And then what do you do when you decide to exit out of this this angel giving opportunity? Because nurses and teachers are angels on earth, whether you believe it or not. I was there in the hospital and I was just looking at how they were treating the unsheltered people. They treat them with love and care and dignity. And I mean, some of them was off the chain, uh, you know, and they had mental challenges and they talked to them just as sweet and kind and they love and they cared for them. There was no judgment there. So we're going to talk about that because that takes a lot of work. So thank you for joining me today, Nurse Bina. How are you?
1: Good. How are you? Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. Can I call you Nurse Bina? I like that.
1: You can call me Nurse Bina or Nurse Coach Bina.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nurse Coach Bina. So tell us, what is a nurse's coach?
1: So a nurse coach is a holistic modality that we use to actually help everyone. We don't just only focus in on nurses. So we help. It's a new specialty that is coming out. So we are now all board certified. So just like how you were to have a nurse practitioner's degree, we now have a nurse coaching degree. So we now are entrepreneurs. We have our, all of us have our own businesses and we help other people get to where they want to be and helping them slow themselves down so they can be a better person for themselves and to be a better person to give to the world. We're bringing nursing back to its core, really going back to the connections, sitting here with you, April, connecting with you having a conversation with you, talking about your experience that you had last last night in the ER and then helping you through your pain and sufferings and comes up and just want you to be really happy. That's what we're here for.
0: Well, you know, I see a lot of traditional uh, nurses going into the holistic space,
1: yeah. going
0: into uh, alternative integrated medicine, mm-hmm. going into hospice,
1: yeah. going
0: into grief recovery. Because you are there right at the pinnacle every single day between life and death, between good and evil, making a decision, dealing with the families. But then you have to come home and look in the mirror after a 12 or 14-hour shift.
1: Right. And processing that. And that's what we really train other nurses and everyone else that goes to the ERs or has these life-changing events. How do you process that? Hmm right? So that's what nurse coaches do. We help people really process their emotions in a very healthy way. Because like when I was working in the ER, I'd come home, I was exhausted and I would be in nurse mode, right? Because you don't have time to process. We're from patient to patient to patient. We have one minute to maybe pee and then a code that comes in, a trauma that comes in and we just go from one room to another room and not realizing how we're really processing our own emotions. So with nurse coaching, what we do is we really help people process those emotions in a very healthy and holistic way.
0: Okay, you say healthy and holistic. Is this through meditation? Is this through talk therapy? Is this a nice happy hour once a week?
1: Um, what, <laughs> what, what, what It is depends. Li- tell me a little so, bit about
0: what that could be. So
1: a lot of people do different things. So I do a lot of sound energy. I do a lot mm. of energy healing. I know nurse coaches that do tapping. Um, I know nurse coaches that do visualization. Um, I know a lot of, we ask a lot of powerful questions mm. to really help you look internally. Um, we do a lot of breath work because the minute you hone into yourself, the minute you really realize what you, powers you have within you and heal yourself from the inside, that's when you're gonna be feel the most joy. People, teaching people like, If you had a really long day in the ER, you come home, especially during COVID was the best example, and you come home and you see a lot of death. How do you process that? How do you release all that anger or energy or comes in in a healthy way? So we teach people how to meditate. We teach people how to slow down. We do a sound healing meditation or we do breath work to release all those tensions because those tensions stays with us. That's when we get the shoulders, we lock our shoulders, we get headaches, you know, we get into different situations in a physical way because our mental, our mental capacity is still, you know, just processing what just happened and you never. And the
0: scary that. thing is, is that um, <clears throat> it's peer to peer because yeah. another thing that the nurse whispered to me and she told me there's a lot of bullying in the industry. Uh, and, you know, and it's unfortunate, and I was so disappointed. I really was, but yeah. the team that w- that serviced me, <clears throat> they were magical. There yeah. was three of them. Here, let me go get this for you. Let me run, and take the labs for you. Yeah. you. Need me to take her to you know get the CT scan. Here's what the doctor said. I mean, they worked in harmony together. Yeah, and so it's really hard that you're dealing with these patients. One of the nurses told me that one of the patients bitter. Yeah. And you know, the family, they're angry with you because their their loved one is not getting the care that they feel. But it's not in our control. It's in God's control. Absolutely. But let's flip it. Tell me some of your success stories. Tell me some of the great things that you've done as a nurse coach, as well as a nurse.
1: So as a nurse, um I've been a bedside nurse for 17 years. I got my masters as a clinical nurse leadership. Um and I loved it. I loved every minute of being bedside. I miss it every day. But yes, there's a lot of stuff that I miss. There's a lot of stuff I don't miss. I'm not going to lie. I don't miss the bowling. I don't miss a lot of the political stuff that people talk about. Um but as a nurse coach, I I have you know, I've done things that in in less than a year, um you okay, in in less than a year has not accomplished. I as I am actually one of the first nurse coaches to land a large corporational deal. I help employees, I I go into large organizations and I become an added benefit to the system. So as well as an EAP system or an EAP program, I am now an added program into corporations where people can talk to me in lifetime as a nurse coach. So I help them and I enhance their wellness um, programs. So P, nurse, you know, employees can talk to me, they, they go on my website or my QR code, and then they have a, a session and they have sessions with me with wherever they are in life. So whether they talk about their children with special needs, they can talk about, you know, their confidence, they talk about, whatever it is that they want to focus on. And we really, I really helped them through those process to actually mm-hmm. make them feel more content at home. So they thrive better in their, in their workspace.
0: I love this business model. I love this yeah. niche. Bray, let me tell you, when I was in corporate America, when was that? Once upon a time, <laughs> we had the coolest HR. I'm telling you, the, the company was so progressive. We had a masseuse that would come in. You know, you could go in and get a chair massage. Yeah. We had employee systems programs where you could call someone like Nurse Bina and, you know, offload. I think they were more on the psychology tip, though. Mm. You know, maybe if you had drug and alcohol problems or uh, domestic violence, we had um, uh, a program where they would pay for prepaid legal service. I mean, this company was just unbelievable. You know, mm. but now I love what you're doing because it's confidential. Yes. You are uh you're a friend, you're someone they can offload to. And yes. you have a better workforce, a more productive workforce when they know that they can go and have someone to talk to and not judge them. Oh, well, you know, I see that she's coming in and she's looking kind of dishuffled, and you know, she's always on the phone and and, you know, she's not getting her work done. Well, you don't understand what's going on behind the scenes. Maybe you have a child that is acting out or has special needs. You know, maybe there's something wrong with your physical health. And you don't want your employer to know that because they will judge you. They'll say, yeah. oh, okay, you know, because X, Y, and Z, yeah, we may not have to let you go. I had one situation. One of my guests realizes she had ADHD and she's 35 years old. Yeah, She, didn't, she wasn't diagnosed and they didn't give her special accommodations, they
1: terminated her. Yeah. And that's really why it's so important for every company to have a nurse coach. Absolutely. Because we understand the medical aspect of things, and we also understand the mental aspect and the spiritual aspect. So a lot of people who come to me, there is actually a, a particular parent that did come to me with the company. didn't know that they had, she had a child with special needs. And the minute she spoke with me, it was like opening up a can of worms. She never felt so heard in oh. her life. She just said, all I wanted oh. was for someone to listen and to hear me, not to give me advice.
0: Right. Right. Absolutely. Or
1: not to judge me. And she says, every time I talk about it, people judge me. And that's the number one thing nurse coaches will never do. We will never judge. We keep it confidential but we keep it fully in the space of what that particular client needs.
0: Is this a benefit that's provided by the corporation or is this a benefit that the employees have to pay into?
1: So it depends on the the corporation. Usually the corporations that I'm talking to, they pay for my services and then they the HR is able to refer me, they refer me per client. Um, but there has been times when a couple of companies have came up to me and they were able to I was able to advertise however I wanted to advertise but then the employees would have to pay for my services okay. so it just really depends i'm trying to get it where the corporations can pay because right. as a wellness as a wellness being especially with this whole time with layoffs happening with the recession going on with different things happening the mental state for employees are really they're really like on edge they're fragile and, and they're, they're, they're really fragile, fragile. And so it's like, for me, it's just like, I want them to feel safe. I want them to feel like if they have to talk about finances or if they have to talk about a bad day that they have in the morning, and they're really worried about, say, if their spouse got laid off and now they're really worried about different aspects of things, they're able to come talk to me without having to go to coworkers or without having to go to their boss and have that safe space to really give them that motivation that they need to keep moving so that way they also may or may not lose their job or go down in that spiral of that negative guilt or what are we gonna do? How are we gonna make ends meet? Holidays, you know, how are we gonna pay for now how are we gonna pay for certain things that we were planned on paying for? And really giving them that safe space to be vulnerable to right. cry.
0: Well, and you know what? If there's a them. will, there's a way. And I yeah. figure, you know, everything happens for a reason. It really does. Yes, it really uh, does. A friend of mine was the big time news director for uh, television. And she got fired. And she talked to me and I just listened. And after she listened, I told her, bravo. Because honey, you have not lived until you've been laid off or terminated. It's a part of the process because there is a certain resilience that you build in that space. That you will always have a side hustle. That you'll always kind of unfortunately be looking at your employer with a side eye because you don't never know where the shoe is going to drop. But also you're going to look inside yourself and say, you know, is this really what I wanted to do? Is this the gateway? Is this the opportunity that I've been looking for, that I've been able, you know, that I've been dodging the bullet and haven't stepped out on faith Who's there to support me? Who's there to encourage me? Who's there right. to motivate me? You know, I'm and excited people, about this. So yeah, it, it can be an exciting opportunity.
1: Think, and people think that growth happens when you're happy. No. Everyone always says, oh, I'm I, I'm successful. I have growth. I did X, Y, and Z. That's great. But the number one time when growth happens is when you fall. Absolutely. That is when you internally internalize yourself. You evaluate Absolutely. yourself. You evaluate your goals, what happened to you, what is most important in your life. Right, right. You go back and you evaluate that. And that is when you do the most developmentally growth. That's when you grow the most mentally. Because you will grow out, but you will get more success. And you will now know, have more clarity of that did not work. We're not going to do that again. Right. I really needed to come up. And now guess what? I'm going to make sure I have a year's worth of income in my bank account, not just six months. And you plan for those things because now you know. And sometimes when people think, they're like, you're not going to know until you know what happens. And that's like the biggest thing. And growth always comes when you're at the lowest points.
0: Exactly. And you know, I tell people what I learned when I turned 60 was when I woke up, I had an epiphany. How am I going to respond to things? It took me 60 years to ask myself that question. It's not what happens to you, but sometimes it's happened for you. Right. And how do we process these things? We have to allow ourselves the time to grieve. It is a grieving process to step back and take a deep breath and, you know, try to see the forest for the trees, try to understand that it's not personal, it's business, you know, it's like a bad relationship. I've had some divorce coaches on And what they try to say is after you get through the emotion, now you got to work on the strategy. Exactly. Let's talk about some fun things. What do you do to offload? You know, now you're taking on a lot of other people's concerns, their issues, their drama. You know, it can't just go in one ear and out the other because I can see by your face, you're very compassionate. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. And I I see a lot of empathy there. What do you do for self-help? and to release that for you?
1: Honestly, I'm I'm with my husband and I'm with my three kids. I have two kids with special needs. I have an ADHD child. I have a child that's nonverbal autistic. And I have a spicy, spicy little daughter of mine who is basically a mini me, mini me. Wow. And seeing their joy, running around with them, taking them to parks, taking them to the zoo, teaching them different things in life and watching their skills develop mm-hmm. is honestly like hands down. Like I can't change that for the world because that's what grounds me. That's what I, everything else doesn't matter because See, that is my solid. That's heart. beautiful. That honey, I would,
0: I would try to give me a hotel <laughs> <laughs> somewhere after taking on people's stuff and then coming home and dealing with the day to day. Cause that's a lot. And I know it's a lot of love that goes into it, but I would have to decompartmentalize because I, me personally, I would be the kind of person that it would take on another form. I'm a hard charger. I go, 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 go. Yeah. And I don't, I don't stop um, until I'm made to stop. So I give you, you know, kudos, absolutely, that you're able to do all that and help others. But a lot of people have that capacity, and I'm glad that you're one of them. So now you have two children with special needs. Do you homeschool
1: mm-hmm. them? No. Um, so my eldest Rohan, he is a nonverbal autistic. He is in school, so he's in a special day class. My youngest is in the process of IEP. So like, so we're starting the whole process again. Mm-hmm. He's in can he's in a TK in the school system. Mm-hmm. So I. I do believe enriching them in different environments. If that's what's best for them, then I want them out of the house, um, learning, getting messy, having you know, socializing absolutely socializing, whatever it is that they need. And that's why like on the weekends, we're very, very adamant. Um, me and my husband are very adamant to take them out and explore new environments. It doesn't have to cost much. We go to different parks, different areas. Um, to the beach, and then we just teach them like what the water does, where the tadpoles are. You know, my daughter likes to see, you know, the starfishes and some of the mm-hmm. rock poles in Monterey. Um, so, that's
0: beautiful. That's like those beautiful. Outdoors, like we do. You know, outdoors is absolutely amazing. So, yeah. now I'm getting in your business, <laughs> but you got to find a babysitter because you got to give your man some time. You got.
1: I honestly have. I've been married
0: 38 years, okay, and I know, and I know that you guys are madly in love, but just that rekindling because it's hard. It's really hard. Yes, Uh, and you give your kids everything. I have a another guest that was on my show, and she shared something with me very personal. She said how she resented her brother because he Mm -hmm. has special needs, and because. She felt that there were certain times that she didn't have that one-on-one, you know, and people don't realize that. I mean, they get so, you know, blanketed by the situation that there's love, you know, but you're still a very beautiful woman. I'm sure he's a very handsome man. And just you two walk on the beach and hold hands, does something to revitalize you and get your feet wet because the kids are going to be fine. And, you know, we love kids. I only had one girl. I didn't have the courage to have more than one. I was like, it's too much work.
1: <laughs> so I actually am very blessed. It took me eight years, eight years to find someone that I fully trust. Mm. We actually have a Manny, um, a male Manny. Oh, and, that's nice. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and he is fantastic. With my kids, oh my
0: and God.
1: he is able to. He's actually my son's. He was my son's old RBT, and he's been What's in my house. Was that a? So t- it's the the ABA therapy. So he was the person oh, okay. that comes to my house for the one on one support for Rohan. Wow. And um, he he's been in my house for about three, almost four years now. And then last year, I stole him from his company. I can say that publicly now because, like, I was just like. I had nanny issues. I couldn't come up. We kept quitting on me. They kept coming up. I had to work in the ear. I had to keep getting called off, talking about being bullied. I was like labeled as the person who called off all the time because I didn't have babysitting. Um, But what do you do when you don't have babysitting? Someone has to watch your kids.
0: And is somebody that you can trust and understand your your children's needs.
1: Exactly, because Rohan is very violent. He can get very violent at times, but he's very structured based, right? And he's also a bolter, so he runs out of my house. Or oh, he'll run out of the backyard okay. or he'll run to something else. Or if you're in the street, he'll run to the light post or to the squirrel. Like he's just one of those kids that just keeps, and he doesn't talk. So he's very quiet about it. One minute he's there and the next minute he's gone. And then you're just like, where'd my kid go? Does he speak so uh, He does. Yep. And he does now have an AAC device, which is a talker. That is a keypad that he's able to push buttons and he's, it generates a sentence. Wow. So he now uses that, which has helped tremendously because now he'll say, Rahan goes walk, Rahan goes, you know, to the park, you know, he'll tell us wow. now what he wants instead of just trying to run towards it. Right. Uh, well, thank and- you for
0: sharing that with us because yeah. that was, you know, that's, that's deep. Cause there's another mother nurse teacher that's out there that thinks that, you know, I'm the only one that's going through this. Nobody else has, you know, nobody else is going through this, but me. Now, let's talk about some fun things. I'm going to ask you some fun questions. Sure. When you tell me, if you were a bird in the sky, what bird would you be? An eagle. Why?
1: They're very sharp. They have very sharp eyes, and they can see, I think, over a mile away. Mm. And they're just very beautiful. Yeah, And they're just grace they're grace gracious
0: they are and they have sure. a huge wingspan that can cover a large area yeah. and i think that that is you and that yeah. you, know, you you can see things from an eagle eye perspective from the yeah. top you know? so that that pretty much fits your characteristics if you had three wishes what would they be
1: oh anything more more understanding in the special needs population mm. Honestly, I, I really, if anyone's hearing that's a mom, a dad, a parent, a grandma comes in, that is very dear to me. More understanding of how we live our lives because we're not normal in the sense of normal, typical. The other wish is I want everyone to really honestly be happy with what they have, not what they want, not what they desire. Mm-hmm. Live within your means and oh, be happy gosh. with what you have
0: right gratitude then, latitude is, is latitude and it'll change yeah. your attitude for sure
1: and the third is mutual respect back to people mm. people just forget especially with COVID people just don't say hi to each other anymore they just walk away you cough and they run away you sneeze and like oh my god you're you giving me you infected I know
0: I know I know
1: and it's like that commonality of just having a community sense back, being able to hang out with your neighbors, being able to just go down the street and say hi to everybody and rebuilding that community back because that sense of respect, and that goes with families, friends, community, teachers, what jobs. If people just had respect for each other, I think this world would be a lot more happier.
0: Well, you know, I think that there's hope. I look yeah. at this last election cycle that we had and a lot of people split their decisions. They said, yeah. I agree with this, but I don't necessarily agree with that. Right. And it showed the world that we are not these barbarians, that right. we have been portrayed, that there is some civility and that people are listening. People are listening when you don't think they're listening, like your kids. My daughter told me one time, she was seven years old, I'll never forget it. She says, I watch and hear every single thing you do. And she looked at me with that little eye squinted and I was like, (laughs) oh my God. Well, I better try to be a good example. You know, and you are, you are a great example of a great woman, a woman with courage, a woman that, you know, gives everything that she has and, you know, still trying to carve out a niche for herself. What do you want your legacy to be, Nurse Coach Bina?
1: Oh honestly I want I want I want all companies to honestly have a nurse coach in their organizations I really do believe that is going to help the world and I also want to have parents with special needs feel fully supported I eventually want to open up a center where my dream is is that in the begin in the in the front of my center I want all the parents with special needs to have services provided for their child. Speech, their speech therapy, OT, physical therapy, ABA therapy, also with their siblings. So they'll have a playground and other activities for other siblings that they have needed. But in the back, I wanna take care of the parents. Mm. I wanna be able to give them that one-on-one support, whether it's a massage chair, whether it's acupuncture, whether it's sound healing, whether it's breath work that they wanna do, whether it's one-on-one coaching that they need to discuss whether they want IEP advice that way while their kids are being serviced, they are also being serviced at the same time. Give them that space instead of waiting in the parking lot for an hour while their kid is being serviced or driving around with two other kids. Like I had to do and pray that there's two other kids are not going to scream and shout while, you know, my eldest was having therapy at, at a clinic. So Eventually, that is what my legacy wants. I want to build that center up to help not only parents, but to help the kids at the same time and to support them.
0: come true. Let me tell you, there's been some magical things that happened here. Where are you at?
1: I'm in Dublin, California.
0: Okay, Brains, if you have a big office space that uh, you're not utilizing right now, I want you to contact Nurse Coach Pina. I put this call out before and let me tell you, you know, you can work with her. Do you see what she's doing? This is bigger than her. And the special needs population is huge. Your child could be, you know, very functional, but still be on the spectrum. You could be an adult like my other client was 35 years old and realize that they have special needs and not be judged. You could be a corporation right now that has two or three super fantastic employees, but you can't figure out why they're not engaged. Because there's something going on. They need somebody Mm -hmm. to talk to. So you need to hire Nurse Bina, okay? To contact you, work with you. If nothing else, for consultation. Because she knows and she cares. Thank you so much. You are a beautiful soul. You really are. Thank you. Nurses are the greatest people on the planet. Yep,
1: they are. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me here today. Absolutely. Tell my brains how to get
0: in contact with you.
1: You can contact me on my on my website. It's com, And you can also email me at Bina at com.
0: All right. You heard that brains. Bina Nursecoach.com. Now I need you to go in, oops, and turn the card around. How about that? And love, like, share, and subscribe right here on the end. You see this address right here? I'm gonna put it real close so you can see it. Love, like, share, and subscribe. There's a lot of great information. If you are a nurse and you're in this space and you're struggling, before you blow a gasket, reach out, give her a call. If she doesn't help you, she's got a slew of other colleagues that can give you what you need, okay? Thank you so much, uh, Bina Nurse Coach. You are the
1: best. Thank you.